We're delving deeper into the world of mining and engineering. From the coalface with Martin Creamer. Well, it's that time again on a Friday when Updated Noon presents another update from the coalface with Martin Creamer, publishing editor of Engineering News and Mining Weekly. Good afternoon, Martin. Good afternoon, Sakina. So the small end of the Johannesburg Stock Exchange is in danger of collapsing unless, of course, something is done to incentivize it. Yes, you know, in other mining jurisdictions, uh, Canada, Australia, they incentivize people investing in the small explorations, the small mining companies. This we've been pleading for for decades in South Africa, and it hasn't come about. At the same time, there's been a change in the savings pattern, and savings from pension funds and provident funds are being directed along a single channel to the big companies, you know, the Sunlums and the Momentums, the old mutuals. There are about a dozen of these companies, and anyone who invests with them gets a, a, a tax-free amount of the taxes. So there's an incentive to go into these big companies. But the big companies have got very, very strict rules. They fall under the umbrella of an association called a CISA. And a CISA has rules that preclude the smaller companies. They've got to go into the bigger companies. As a result of this, there is activity at the top end of the market, the big end of the market, but you see terrible collapses at the bottom end of the market. And we're looking at delistings numbering 20 this year so far and another nine delistings possible next year in fact scheduled for next year now if you look at australia during this time because there's a good activity in mining there have been 63 new listings so far on the australian stock exchange and that just shows you the difference here in two mining jurisdictions but national treasury you know is turning a deaf ear to this for some reason and you find that even Australian pension funds through secondary listings on the Johannesburg Stock Exchange, primary listings in Australia, they are investing in our companies here and doing very well because, you know, at the smaller end, you can get a much bigger return. We've had some of the returns at 400%. There's been returns 222%. And we need to get a sort of a flow through scheme that gives incentives to people in, to invest in the smaller companies on the Johannesburg Stock Exchange. And the ANC, in fact, is calling for this through its Economic Transformation Committee. And then, Martin, shareholders are unhappy with a director's pay level this week, and they voted out one of South Africa's biggest names in international mining. Brian Gilbertson, he's been synonymous with the big mines in South Africa, Gencore, BHP. Now, again, it's a complicated situation because where is Jupiter Mines listed? It's listed in Australia. And they've got a special thing there that if you have an AGM and there's dissatisfaction among the shareholders, you can bring in what is called a spill meeting. And they had a spill meeting and they charged that there wasn't proper governance in this uh, Jupiter Mines and that the CEO in particular was earning too much money and Brian Gilbertson, as chairperson, should have stopped that. And because he didn't, 78% of the people voted the South African mining doyen right off the board. And they also looked at his CEO and they said, you going too. And 73% of them voted him off as MD and a director of Jupiter Mines. He remains as CEO of Jupiter Mines. And where is Jupiter Mines active? Only in South Africa. 
And it's so odd that you have a company listed only in Australia with assets only in South Africa. And this is this complication at the smaller end of, of the market again. So we're having to look at the restructuring of the Jupiter mines in South Africa, which owns Chippy Borwa manganese mine, very successful mine in the Northern Cape. Involved in that is Saki Makazoma. And he welcomed the governance push in Australia. And it looks like he's perhaps working for a big restructuring, which we need in South Africa. Our manganese mines are not producing what they should do. This should be a national patrimony, but we're not really getting the prices that we could afford, what we need to get. And it looks like there's going to be a restructuring. I hope it is this time South Africa centric and not Australia centric. And then, Martin, South Africans need to take drastic and urgent action to eliminate our huge mining applications backlog. So important to get these administration issues out the way. As Parliament was told, and they asked the Department of Mineral Resources and Energy, what is your backlog? It turned out to be over 5,000 applications for mining rights, for prospecting rights, for exploration rights that are sitting in there and taking ages to be processed. Now, it's a no-brainer. If you get this exploration and you get prospecting going, it creates jobs, it creates potential wealth. This is what we're looking for here. It gets all sorts of commercial activities going. When questions were put to the department on what sort of success you're having with that backlog, people can't get enough information to know whether they're doing well or not, but it seems that it's taking ages. And one estimate was that if it goes at this pace, it could take 10 years. Now, that will be a terrible thing for the South African economy. So the proposals coming forward now is that the department, if it cannot handle this because of lack of capacity, it should just put tenders out for people to come in and reduce that backlog. We also need the strategy for exploration. That was promised in January this year. We find now from responses that it is in the hands, it seems, of the cabinet. It should be coming through there. But that should not hold up the backlog. The backlog should be done anyway. And then we should get this new cadaster so that we can come up to speed like with Mozambique and Botswana and all Southern Africa. That will create jobs and wealth. So we need to get these backlogs out of the way. Thanks, Martin, for that. And, of course, Martin Krima is publishing editor of Engineering News and Mining Weekly, and he'll be back with another edition of At the Coalface, same time next Friday.